glad we played the Cavs um, because um, you're going to be chasing those that level of player, you know, to figure out how to stop them or how to make it more difficult on them. We've shown that, you know, we haven't been we've been in games even though we haven't controlled everything we could control. Um, I've learned a lot about that, and I'm I'm excited about where we stand, but I know we've got a lot of work to do. Free agency is hard. I think it's unlikely, but possible. And so we're going we're gonna to go after any and everybody that we think is a significant player to upgrade our, our talent roster. And, you know, when I say upgrade our talent, like, you got to be pretty good to upgrade our talent because we have good players. Um, and so we're going after all the top names on the list, and, and we'll see what, see what happens. Most of the guys that have played here love it here. And they don't want to leave once they're here. Um, not all of them are really excited about coming here um, when they first get here. But usually by the time they leave, they, they love the organization and they love the city. So we need to get that word out. Well said, Danny. Well said. Now, welcome back to another episode of Causeway Street, your favorite Celtics podcast, of course. I hope by now it probably is. Uh, I'm Joe Sway. I'm joined by my two co-hosts as usual, Joel. Dutra. What's up? What's up, up guys? What up, what How are we doing? How are we doing? One week after being knocked out by the Cavs in the uh, first round sweep, something that I can say that none of us really predicted or a lot of other mm. you know, Celtics fans or even uh, analysts predicted. Maybe national media predicted, but I think that all of us thought that the Celtics would win at least one or two games against the, the Cleveland Cavaliers. Didn't work out that way, but now as we head towards the offseason, we'll be breaking everything down, uh, coming, going into the uh, this very important summer, guys. Very important. So what's going on, man? How are we doing today? I'm hanging in there, It's been man. a week, right? You guys, it's... it's, it's yeah, man, well... You're over it by now, right? Yeah. We can move on? Yeah, <laughs> I mean... It, it was a nice run. I mean, the only thing I'll take from from that from that uh, series is that they didn't... In my opinion, they didn't play to their potential, which could have been... We talked about one or two wins in this in this series, especially with Kevin Love out and J.R. Smith suspended for a game... Well, two games, right? After, after his shenanigans in... Uh, Game four. And game yeah, four, if, right. they, if they could have stolen game three, which I think was their best chance, with what happened in game four, I think they could have at least taken two games. They would have they would have won it maybe going back to Cleveland. But hey, you know, we made it to the playoffs. Definitely you can see the lack the difference in talent, right? Closing out games, we had nobody really that was like, all right, we're gonna go tit for tat for them at the end of the game. It, it, you just saw the, the difference LeBron James makes, man. I mean, right. well, I mean, it also it also you can tell the difference between the veterans' uh, experience right. in the playoffs versus less than or none, pretty much, in in the coaching for the Celtics, Brad Stevens versus um, David Platt, who I know mean, I know he doesn't have experience in the playoffs, but he has experience in you know tournaments and. And playoffs out in, in Europe. Well, the experience. I mean, the experience wasn't. I don't think was a huge factor because really, other than LeBron James on the Cavs, right? They're on the same page, right? I mean, Kyrie the, Irving, Kyrie Irving's, Kevin Love. They've I mean, never we, played in the playoffs. We before, don't right? have a Kyrie Irving or a Kevin Love on our team, though, right? Right. Their their top three players are the best three players in the series. But I think I think coaching can play a big part because yeah. I didn't always agree with the decisions that uh, Brad Stevens made. I would have loved to have seen mm. more um, more Crowder. M- well, well, Crowder. Crowder, I think he did his job. I think Crowder was awesome. I think he did his job. Was probably in the MVP of the of this of the Celtics for the series. Um, but I would have loved to have seen more like 
uh, Jared Wallace, more on uh, really on LeBron on LeBron James. I oh. mean, defense, defense, I mean, defense, <laughs> defensively. <laughs> okay, defensively, hey, yeah, like, try something, right? He, you, we didn't, I mean? you can't, you couldn't have right. crowded on him the whole game, right? All right, you tried Evan Turner. Yeah, he couldn't do that. I mean, yeah. Jabreko, you know, Jonas. Jabreko played all right when he played on him. Yeah, he did all right. Jonas did all right. Yeah. But um, uh, I think he did horribly. I'm sorry. Against, <laughs> against LeBron James. I'm not saying, like, overall, but, like, against def- defending him, he, yeah. he, he looked lost out there. I'm I sorry. I think he did. He was at least better than Evan Turner. Well, one thing I loved about what Steven said in his uh, Game 4 uh, post-game uh, press conference was that this is the experience that these guys needed. Exactly. And I, th- and I think, you know, when we talk about the players getting experience, I think – you know, this is what Brad Stevens also needed. You know, his first playoff series. You know, we talked about before how, you know, college is a much different ball game when it comes to playing in the you know the tournament compared to the NBA playoffs, where you're facing a team, you know, best of seven series. And um, with this under his belt, you know, playing against the best against the Cavs, I think you have to look at the Cavs as your measuring stick, right? Right. Am I wrong? Like the next year or two, if you're going back to the That's NBA finals, you you're going through the Cleveland Cavaliers. Exactly. Right? Exactly. And you know, one thing too that I noticed after the series was done, it sort of hit me. I don't think the Celtics were really like the way they're made up. They weren't. They're not a playoff seven. They're too deep. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. In the playoffs, you want seven. You, you got a whole seven game series. Like you want a shorter rotation. You don't want to be giving minutes away to. Well, that's what that's what I'm saying yeah. about like Brad Stevens. Like he's used to. He didn't like throwing everything against the wall exactly. and seeing what sticks. And yeah. that's like which his, is a, that's a his, learning experience. Yeah, right. exactly. This, yeah, exactly. Yep. That comes that comes with the territory. Yep. You know, he did so well in the college game because. It's all. It's one and done. Yep, that's it. They're one and done. They yeah. could like if they need to go in for one game. I think yeah. it would have been fine. But I think he was a little lost with this with this whole seven game series. Yeah, point. right. Well, so. as we look ahead, we'll um, of course talk about the free agent options that Danny Ainge has this upcoming summer. We'll also talk about uh, the newest reports about uh, Demar- Demarcus Cousins. Woo! I was gonna say I don't Boogie. know. Boogie. <laughs> who else? What's another Demarcus? I, I, I don't know. I had someone else in mind. Demarcus Russell. Demarcus, Russell? Demarcus <laughs> Russell or something. Yeah, right. I was right? gonna say another name. Like, Lamarcus Aldridge. My mind, but it's yeah. not like his name's Steve, man. I mean, Boogie, Demarcus Boogie is... Cousins. We'll say. All right, we got. Yeah. We'll talk about um, the possibilities of him coming to the Southern. What do you guys Duchess, think about that? Future's boy, my boy. And uh, we'll also chat with our um, Crosby Street writer uh, Adrian Mendoza, who's actually going to join us right now. As well, uh, I'll pick his brain apart about what he thinks about Demarcus Cousins and uh, the Celtics free agent options. What's up, Adrian? How are we doing today? Afternoon, guys. How's it going? I'm good. I'm good. What's up? What's going on? Good Adrian? to have you on, man. Yeah. First time on. It's your Causeway debut. Excited to have on. Excited to be here. Cool to hear you guys uh, chatting it up, and it feels good to talk about something other than Manny Pacquiao. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. I agree. I, I couldn't agree with you more. Um, so as we, you know, as, as we said from the top of the show, we're moving on here. We're going into the off season. And, um, you know, the, the report last week of, of, of uh, DeMarcus Cousins <laughs> being pursued by Danny Age is, you know, one, one of the uh, top discussions going into this offseason. So uh, what's your take on uh, DeMarcus Cousins and, his poss- and the possibility of him becoming a Celtic? What, what do you think? What, how do you feel about that, you know, about the uh, Matt, controversial would, Cousins? Mean, I think that it would be rather difficult to get him here, but let's just play the, uh, you know, the fantasy world for a little bit and if he were to come here number one it would be exciting to see brad stevens actually coincide with a superstar i mean he had a small amount of time with rajon rondo and rondo kind of ready was was out mentally when he was here with the celtics with Stevens. so it would be exciting to see how uh, a type a personality uh, a number one star would be handled by brad stevens and it would be fun to see him in our offense where he would get double teamed, and then there's open jumpers for guys like Avery Bradley, for shooters like 
you know, an up-and-coming James Young and things like that. That would be mm-hmm. really exciting. That being said, I mean, the, the chances of it happening, I mean, when you look at the ownership out there in Sacramento, that owner just spent mad money to, to get that team. That guy, uh, Vivek, uh, ran a dive, and then they have a, a new general manager, and they already have dealt with waiting for picks and waiting. I mean, it's been a long time. Chris, Chris Weber isn't walking through that door. Uh, <laughs> so Yakovic ain't walking through that door. Mike Vivier ain't walking through right, that right. door. And if they're, all, if they're all walking through that door, it's you know. It's been over they, a decade, they, right. Right. Well, Vladi, Vladi can walk through that door. Vladi isn't doesn't isn't Vladi have a, a personnel position there with yeah, the Kings? I think so. Yeah, he but does. I don't think he's suing up anytime he soon. <laughs> I don't does. think that's a possibility. So, do you do you not think we have the talent to to you don't we don't have the chips for them to 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 bite? You know, with uh, Isaiah Thomas or Avery Bradley, Jared Salinger, are these type of guys that they would they would uh, you know want to bring along in in exchange with uh, draft picks? I mean, they've already had Isaiah, so they already played that song. So mm-hmm. I don't think they want to. They want to bring him back. Right. I really wish that we could have extended the series a bit more to show how uh, you know how how these pieces really could be trade bait. You know what I mean? Like I felt like we got a little bit of that with Jared Sollinger, but his marketability has been hurt through the years because he's never really finished a full season through and through. So um, maybe there's some. You know, there's a, a little bit of, you know, some some sort of attraction to all our picks. But at that point, I, I feel like it's, it's it's almost like we're in the same predicament as they are, but they have a, a bit more of an advantage with a guy like DMC. So why give it up? No, that's a that's a very good point that you that you bring it up. But with the draft picks, you know, for the next, it seems like 100 years that the Celtics have, do you, <laughs> do you think... Do you think just draft picks alone and maybe I don't know I know you you know we 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 talk about Jared Sellinger and and you know he's kind of hard to trade right now but someone some someone like uh maybe a Gerald Wallace you get rid of his contract you know, mm-hmm. he's on his final year. Jamel's all about Wallace. Get rid of you know yeah, get rid of his contract. How old is Wallace now? Yeah, Wallace, Wallace is been a around for a while. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think Wallace is more of a it's, it's a contract. Piece, it's a it's a contract that you make a team take. You it's know, expiring. But so if, it's, yeah. if Cousins Maybe is gonna ten million dollars next year, that's crazy. If yeah, Cousins is gonna walk, there. do you think that's something that you know the Sacramento Kings have to take into consideration? You know, if he's gonna walk next season, why not get something out of him if he's gonna you know head out anyways? When is no? But actually, yeah. no. Actually, he won't walk next season. He's he's on he's is on contract. Years? He's, he's on a, contract like, until the, the 2017-2018 Yeah, he got his max deal, man. He's yeah. there. Oh, yeah. So this yeah. is the thing. I, I mean, personally, I obviously would love to see Demarcus Cousin come to the Celtics. I think it's gonna take him just saying, "I want out." You know, and I think that's that's right. a possibility, and that's the, I think the only way. And I think Danny Ainge is going to be ready, waiting for that to happen. Mm-hmm. Probably a third team needs to be involved. I think. I, I think we got the pieces, man. I mean, if you if you're the Kings, right, you don't want to give up Demarcus Cousins. That's, you know, obvious, right? You want him to play for you, but if he doesn't want to play for you, and Danny Ainge is going to say, "Here's draft picks on top of draft picks, mm-hmm. good draft picks," also. Right. Here's Jared Sellinger. You got that Brooklyn pick. I mean, Brooklyn's exactly. not going to make the playoffs next year. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, there's, they're going to be a lottery pick. We have we have a ton of ammunition, a ton of ammunition to go after him. So I think if if there's going to be a move and Demarcus Cousins is going to be traded, Boston will be on the top of the list. I but, think. But how many draft picks are you willing to trade for him? Wow. If you're Danny Age, I mean, two first round draft picks plus two that, good first round draft picks, not Moscow draft picks. What if that's not enough? They want three. 
Yeah, I mean, three, yeah. four. I mean, think about it. Where's right? the limit? Think Where do you about draw it. Draw the line. You can get to Marcus Cousins. You now have, and this my deal that I put in Causeway Street blog dot com. Check it out. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Listen, you had this, Bradley, uh, Avery Bradley, Jared Sellinger, Jared Sellinger, right? Brooklyn's pick next year, mm-hmm. which is going to be lottery pick, easy. And then this year, is and the then one this that... year's Celtics pick, which they're going to be picking, I think, sixteen. Yeah, but I, I mean, I'm playing devil's advocate. How do you assume we can't? I don't think we can assume that Brooklyn's going to be bad next year. I can definitely think. I, mean, I, I think at, that. At, I mean, it, okay, Brook Lopez is going to walk this off season. He's got a player option. He's gone. I don't I mean that. Someone's going to. He's going to get on a championship contender. He's probably going to go to L.A. I, not a, not a championship contender, but somebody's going to pick them up as a piece. Without Brook Lopez, you're looking at Joe Johnson and Deron Williams, who's probably not caring anymore. You know. So, the I, East is still the East, and it's pretty terrible. So they could get you know five hundred just by showing up. <laughs> yeah. Well, moving on from um, from Cousins for a second here, let's talk about the free agency market. All right. So we in this press conference that Danny had, which uh, I have to say he surprised me with some of his comments because he started off talking about going after the top free agents and that he was going to go after you know the big stars and, and try to his best to get them. But by the end of the press conference, it, it almost sounded like he wasn't convinced that this is a city where a lot of players want to play in. Hmm. Do you think that plays a part? And if you do, where does that leave us in terms of signing a free agent? Do we get? Are we in the? Uh, you know, are, are we? We're probably out of the the uh, Aldridge and Gasol uh, space. So where where do we stand? Do we stand over by Monroe, Jimmy Butler? Are these options that the Celtics can necessarily are pieces that the Celtics can bring in, or is that just wishful thinking at this point? Adrian? Man, it's, it's hard to say because... <laughs> it's I mean, hard to say, right? I mean... I, historically speaking, what would, what would have been our best free agent signings? I mean, James Posey, uh, Xavier yeah, McDaniel. Right. You know, it's, 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 right. The, it, people just don't want to come here for one reason or another, whether it be the weather or, you know, the nightlife isn't good or... Right. The and taxes, and, and Ray Allen and Kevin Garnett made it easier for Posey to come over. You know, that right. it was easy. So, easy all they got to do is and, open the bars to 3 a.m., man. That's all. We'll be having free agents <laughs> come all the time, man. I swear to God. <laughs> so... I mean, w- would it make sense if we decided to just go with a, a rim protector that, you know, might be a, a Band-Aid for a short period of time, like a, a Roy Hibbert or a Tyson Chandler? What if you guys think of something like that? I don't hate it. Um, I'm not going to, you know, sit here and tell you that that puts us in the Eastern Conference Finals, but it's a it's a start, you know, it's a start to the rebuild. If if, if uh, or not the rebuild, it's a start to being a contender. Um, you know, if we're talking, if you're throwing those names, why not go a little lower and talk about I don't know, Robin Lopez? He's available. You know, those those kind of pieces. I wouldn't hate that. I wouldn't, I wouldn't hate, hate it either. I wouldn't. Right, but, but that can't be the move. Right, we're talking about. We can't just go. Well, out that's and my say, question, though. Is this, this summer? Is, is this right summer? Are we based, gonna make the move this summer? But based on how Danny Ainge, his tone in the press conference is yeah. like, let's be realistic. It's like right. it sounds, it but it sounds be, like he wants to trade, though. But it sounds like no. It sounds like it's easier to make I'm, the trade I'm, than to than, than to, to go in and to convince first tier free 100% agents to come here. Right. Agree. That's what I'm saying. Though he needs to make that trade to get the big right. guy. Make us look more attractive. Exactly. Right. Look and then once attractive. you get that trade, maybe we're not talking about Robin Lopez. Maybe we're talking right. about someone a little higher up on the ladder. I, I mean, don't get me wrong. You put Robin Lopez next to DeMarcus Cousins with Isaiah Thomas and Marcus Smart in the backcourt. I mean, you're looking at a pretty formidable team for the East. But, right. Um, no, I, I don't think you're just going to add a rim protection and be like, yeah, man, we'll go for the seventh seed again next year. If you could bring in players that, you know, were not necessarily the uh, the Aldridge or Ogresals, 
man, if in, in a perfect world, I would say, hey, let's let's grab DeAndre Jordan, you know, let's put him in the middle and, and grab Jimmy Butler and, and just like that when he's covers finals, but it's not that easy, you know. No, especially these guys don't want to come here. You no, know, especially DeAndre Jordan shooting, you know, forty percent from and the free throw line. Pieces right now, guys, our pieces right now are head and shoulders above the pieces that we had in two thousand seven. Definitely, when Danny was able to get Ray Allen and, and KG here, head think, and shoulders. I think the markets changed too, though. People want a lot more now. All right, Adrian. I'm gonna play. We're gonna play a little game here. We're gonna, I'm gonna call it a sign him up or let him walk. All right. I think you know where I'm going with this. So I'm gonna throw out a yeah, few I names. Um, I think we can all say that Jay Crowder is a keeper, so we're not even gonna mention him. And even Crowder. Danny Ainge talked about that in his press conference, so we can get him off the list. So we got three, that jersey, man. three guys left here. Jonas Jarepko, sign him up or let him walk. That's tough. That's I'm a tough one, right? I think that's that's the toughest one for me too. What do you think? I'm gonna let him walk. Let him walk. Brandon Bass, sign him up or let him walk? I'm going to let him walk, too, begrudgingly. Ooh, oof. Just letting them all go right now. I'd let him go, too. <laughs> sign him up or let him walk. Gigi Datome. Luigi. I'm going to let him walk, too. Oh, <laughs> come on. <laughs> oh, love. You need to have bring back Gigi, I thought you liked this team, Adrian, man. I thought you you said you liked this team. Sorry to my, my, to my Italian friends in the North End. Oh, they're pissed right now. <laughs> They're so mad. They were pumped up, man. That that they probably sold a handful of tickets off of that deal alone. After Gigi, you know, had his first uh, what was it three three games in a row where he was scoring double figures. Man, I, I like Gigi. I, I think um, he's an end of the bench character guy. Yeah, he's, he's an end a, of the bench guy. As long as they don't keep Scalabrini him, yeah, contract, I'm not, I'm not that guy. I swear to God, if Danny Ainge falls in love and gives him a Scalabrini contract, man, I'm gonna be pissed. Oh no, no one. Well, I mean, G- Gigi's a restricted free agent, <laughs> and I think his qualifying offer is way too high. I think to you know consider bringing him back. Yeah, he'd be like one of the last players if there was like any money left over. Wait, was he a second right. round pick or first round pick? I think it was like a third round pick. Uh, All right, before we get you out of here, Adrian. <laughs> that he was drafted and didn't come into the league until last, years later. Yeah. Last question those, for me. One of those guys. NBA uh, playoffs round two kicks off this weekend, or this week, I should say. Who do you got? Uh, the Hawks versus the Wizards, the Cavs versus the Bulls. Which two teams do you see in the Eastern Conference Finals? Man, well, I saw that Washington beat Atlanta today, but it looked like Bradley Beal injured his ankle. Yeah, that didn't look good. They need him, yeah. That's going to be tough for them to to win. I think that one's going seven regardless, but I kind of looked at Atlanta as being studio gangsters anyway, with the regular (laughs) season being being good and, uh, you know, and the playoffs being a different story, so... I'm going to go with Washington, and on the other side, I really feel like Cleveland's going to miss Kevin Love, and not having uh, J.R. Smith for two games is going to hurt them as well, so I see Chicago squeaking by that one in seven. Upset. All right, all right. So on the West Coast, we got the Warriors versus the Grizzlies, and we have the Rockets against the Clippers, who won a Game 7 battle against San Antonio last night. Man, that was a hell of a game throughout that fourth quarter especially. Who do you got in the Western Conference Finals, Adrian? Still shocked about that. How fun was that? I'm going to go with Golden State, winning pretty handily over uh, over the, the grind people. And uh, I'm going to go with Doc Rivers because i got a soft spot in my heart for Doc, going, uh, beating Houston in seven. So we got uh, we, we, we got uh, the Splash Brothers against uh, Long City. All right, all right. I like it. Cool. Not bad. Well, who do you, who do you got, uh, Adrian, for the uh, for your as your NBA champions? I know you you were you were. I think me and you were the only ones that had the Spurs uh, repeating as uh, champions. Now that they're out, who do you got? Who do you think now is holding up the uh, Larry O'Brien trophy? Shame. It's a shame, man. That, that is, man. I'm still shocked. Get out in the first round. It really. I, I wish they had gotten a better seed. But well, you know what? Had they won their last game of the season, they would have been the third seed, and they would have had home court. Crazy? I think that makes that's a. Crazy. I think that makes a hell of a difference. That made all the difference in the world, I think, yeah. in that series. Yeah. But 
Yeah, I picked the Clippers. Yeah, so who you, so who you got? Who you got winning it all? Uh, I'm gonna go with uh, with, with the Golden State Warriors just because Steph Curry's just in another world at this point in this in in the game, and it just seems like uh, he could even hit a shot in the dark at the, in this in this uh, playoff series. It's been crazy. So Mr. I mean, MVP. Speaking, I was there. There, he just uh, stole my thunder. That's why thinks a lot. Who's the uh, Who's your league MVP now? I think, I think Adrian told you already, right? <laughs> Yeah, I think I just answered it with that yeah. one, even though... Uh, I mean, he's that good. Though, I mean, did you guys think he was going to be this good coming out of D- Davidson, honestly? No. No, absolutely not. I don't know. Me neither. Yeah. <laughs> no, you didn't. I, I thought, did you do Don't say you did. No, I did. I did it. I'm I mean, like his first few years in the league, I mean, he was he was in a backcourt with Monte Ellis. The, the focal point looked like it was going to be like, all right, Monte, you be Monte this is your team. Player. Yeah, right, yeah. right. Monte, this is your team, but then they just... <sighs> just remember, remember with those rumors, oh, Rajon Rondo for Steph Curry. Remember those when they were floating I around? Oh, yes, I do remember that. Imagine yeah. that. Oh, my God. Oh my they could have pulled the trigger on that. Wait, that was before 2010, though, right? That was when Steph Curry was a rookie. Oh, shit. Yeah. Wait, I don't, I'm having a hard time. All right, right. I don't want to go back there. Let's <laughs> not right, go back anyways, there. We're looking sorry. ahead in this episode. Hey, Adrian, I appreciate you stopping by, man. We really uh, really appreciate it. We'll, uh, we'll do this again sometime, all right? Nice talking to you guys. Hey, uh, Adrian, oh. where, can we, where can we find you on uh, social media? Uh, we I am at uh, Doza three two one on Twitter, and you can hit me up on Instagram too. Same thing, Doza three two one, D O Z A three two one. There it is, guys. Check them out, Adrian Mendoza. Thanks again, man. Thanks, buddy. Thanks, fellas. Take care, man. Contributor on our Causeway Street uh, blog dot com. Uh, pleasure, first time on uh, on our podcast, and you know, look for him on Twitter and Instagram. Well, I think the hardest thing to find in the league, we we, we often talk about transcendent players and stars, but um, I think the hardest skill to find in our in our league is guys that can score in the fourth quarter. You know, l- last six minute of the game type of scores. So yeah, offensive creators. Uh, usually the offensive patterns don't score baskets at that time. Usually it's the individuals and the talent. Aside from rebounding, that was the biggest problem the Southern's had in this series. Exactly. Like I said at the beginning of the show, you gotta look at the Cavs as your measuring stick. So with that being said. Who's going to be this guy next year? Is, is it going to be a free agent? Because it sounds like he's going to need to pull in a deal, right? Because if that's the case, if you have to pull in a trade, I feel like that's a lot, you know, that that's tougher than just going out and getting a free agent. Yeah, I think he's going to have to be a trade. I do. And, I mean, there are a few places that could be, I have my eye, interestingly enough, on the Toronto Raptors. They just they just got swept in the first round. That's okay. So you think they do, they do a shakeup? Or you, what are you thinking, DeRozan? You thinking? I mean, I think I don't think we need Lowry, but I don't think we need him too. I, my, Lowry's gonna be moved. We need a front court guy. I don't think we need either either. No one on the Raptors really like. I would take Demar Derozan any day of the week. <sighs> but then, I don't but, know, man. I'm not then, sold then, on him. And you're stuck. You're I'm st- not sold on DeRozan. So you, would you play DeRozan over Thomas? DeRozan DeRozan will play you three. DeRozan is yeah. a shooting guard. No, he can play three. He can play three. He's he can play tall. three. Yeah. I'm just not Terrence crazy Ross about him. Terrence Ross is their shooting guard right now. Yeah, I'm just not crazy about him. He can play three, but... Um, I mean, he can I, go I agree. off. I agree. The Celtics need a, they need a front a front court players. They need a couple. They need a, they need a rim protector, and they need someone on the wing. They need a wing player. I love Jimmy Butler, man. I, <laughs> You're telling me, I man. don't think Danny Age is the type... We all know Danny Age is not the type of guy to, to, to let people know what his wish list is, but you have to think that he's somewhere he's in his re- top five. He's restricted, though, that, because I he'll think the boys a, are going to match any yeah. any offer that any other team puts up. He'll put a bid in. But I'm sure he'll be in. The Celtics can match an offer. No, nah, but restricted free uh, agency, restricted free agency, that's it's like, tough. you know, yeah. You'd because have to put the a poison come, pill. So you don't think he's push. worth the, the, the bucks? Is that what you're saying? 
because I think the Celtics haven't they can match the offer, but it's just about how far. How That's far what I'm you saying. If the Bills him. really, like, uh, the the Bills, the, the Bulls really, you know, drive their price. The Bills. We're talking <laughs> no, I about see like, where mine was. Yeah, with the bill and the yeah. <laughs> contracts. Right? But but if <laughs> if they really, if they're talking if you're talking about like you know 20, 20 mil plus, would would you if you're Denny Age, would you match that? For five years, hundred million. Uh, what 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 Danny Ainge would do is like they did. He'd put a poison pill deal in that everything's back end loaded, right? Yeah. So right. you can fit him in the fit him in the. But the Bulls are going to say, we don't care. We're not letting Jimmy Butler walk. Exactly. They're going to keep he's him. A, he's the same future. with Kawhi Leonard. Same with Kawhi Leonard. I mean, there's no way that Kawhi probably really wants to leave. Yeah, I think I think he's out. He's out of question. And I don't think Jimmy just... Butler really wants to leave either. I mean, he's a he's Marquette guy. He's a Midwest guy. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, but who who else is from Marquette? I know who else in the Jay league is from Marquette. That's what I'm saying. And that could be a little bit of a. So it's Dwayne Wade guys, no? No, no, no. different generation of Marquette though. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> no, uh, but I, hey, don't, I love Jimmy Butler. I love Kawhi Leonard, but I think it's it's there's a better chance of them going out and signing an offer to um, Marcus Saul than them getting either of those two guys, just because of the restricted free agent part. Greg Monroe, I don't want him. Really? No. Yeah. No, I don't. He doesn't play defense, man. All right, so then what front court player would hey, you... we need some what fourth quarter court scoring, man. Did you not hear Danny? We need fourth quarter scores. Oh, no, Monroe is just... You, you put I, him with, I, uh, look with look Thomas at, look in the at, fourth quarter? Look at, look at Thomas, right? Why why was he ineffective in game three, which you said should have been the game that the Celtics could have, could have stole because they focused on him. They on shut him, him down. Oh, yeah. Well, that's the thing. That's that's another reason I he think... He was able to do whatever he wanted in games one and two. Yeah, because they game-planned against him. They said, okay, we're not going to let Isaiah Thomas beat us. Because he's the only one. Yeah. So... No, we need a second piece, but I think they can do better than Greg Monroe. Just because I don't think he Plus, really fits our needs. I mean, he's basically like a he's soft, a double double machine, right? But he's a soft big man. I just like man. his rebounding. Sellinger's I like his rebounding. Sellinger and Greg Monroe, I think, are exactly the same player. There's no uh, exact same player. Monroe has a, a little a little upside on both, yeah. on no. both and, in scoring and, and rebounding, and but it's not by a lot. It's not by a lot. It's not by a lot, and it's not worth giving him. What you're going to give him a max deal? No way. I don't. Mm. And he, he he's a liability defensively. He fits well up in Detroit with, um, what's his name, Drummond, playing defense. He covers up for a lot of his his uh, defensive. Well, they're going to have a tough time deciding between him and um, uh, All right, so besi- besides, cousins, besides Cousins, who I know you're held-belt on and coming to Boston, who else, frontcourt-wise, would you bring in? Oh, man. What would you look at? Well, if you're talking about trades, then that's a whole nother. Trades? I mean, free agents? I don't have a free agent list in front of me, but. Well, I mean, free agents. We're talking about. We're talking about. I mean, that's why I mentioned it earlier that it the Aldridge, it's not the, the, the Aldridge Casals. Uh, right, we're not on that. the Robin. Okay, the out. Robin Lopez's. Well, both Lopez's. If this, if uh, Brooke decides to opt out, which I doubt he will, but I'm also with Brooke. Yeah, well, I think Brooke will. I'm saying it's slim. It's slim pickings. Roy Hibbert, like Roy Hibbert, he's he's no. hot one day, cold one next. Like I don't, I don't see him no, fitting I think in the that, system. I think like Danny said, the number one place you want to go look for is someone that can just score the basketball. Someone that's a wing player that can score the basketball. So I don't know where he's going to find that on the free agent market. I don't think, you know, for unrestricted free agents, I don't think there's a huge crop. But, I mean, yeah, uh, that's where he's going to have to trade. If he can't pull in if he can't pull in DeMarcus Cousins, he's going to have to trade a couple of draft picks for, for some scoring and for some rebounding. Like if this, if this report came out, it's because the Kings are considering yeah. looking at offers for DeMarcus Cousins. What, what do they call it? Uh, like the godfather offer, right? The the one you can't refuse, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. That's what's going to take to get Demarcus Cousins. If and if the Kings are smart, they're looking at it. I mean, they're in pretty much cap hell right now with the Rudy Gay contract, right? Right. Um, 
Those, those are those are the only two big contracts on but, that team. But I feel Riddick like, when, and, and, and I feel like when, it, when a deal like this goes down, it's mid season. You know, they're nah, gonna come I, back in. They're gonna come back in October. They're gonna say, "Let's give this a go." If he if he's still clashing with his coach, because the reports that you know it's a working progress is what his coach said about their relationship. And if that's still a problem, then it's gonna be a no brainer to trade him. But bottom, do, you, do they trade him before though? the season starts? Uh, yeah, if they trade him, I think it's gonna be before the season starts. I think if he and and you know what, maybe I'm wrong because. They're in the West, right? Mm-hmm. So they're going to come back with that same lineup? Uh, I don't know, Dutra. You, you, your predictions uh, usually have been pretty correct this year. I hate to admit it, but, you know. I just have a feeling. I don't know. It's weird, man. I just think Cousins is going to come. All right, before we get to, uh, in case you missed it, guys, real quick, round two predictions. Fast. All right, I got Dutra. Clip. I, I, wait, Who's in the uh, Eastern Conference Finals? Who's in the Western Conference Finals? Eastern Conference Finals, I'm going Wizards-Cavs. I'm okay. going uh, Wizards and Bulls. Mm. Oh, all right. What you got? I got. Oof. You're supposed to have this plan before the show. No, so I, I know, man. It's, I, I got the Cavs beating the Bulls, but with the Wizards and Hawks, man, that's a Ooh. that's a game seven nail biter. And I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna give it to the Hawks. Okay, I mean, granted, 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 in our, and our whole like playoff prediction before it started, everything started. I had the Hawks coming out of the out of the East, Me but too. what I saw I today, had San Antonio coming out of the West. Yeah, so did I. Oh no, I had them going against uh, the Golden State in the West Conference Finals. My bad. All right, West Coast Warriors versus the Grizzlies. Grizzlies well. Clippers. Ducha? Whoa. Warriors Clippers. I had Memphis and San Antonio in the in the Western Conference Finals, so I, you know, one half half of that I don't I don't I wouldn't I wouldn't be disappointed with that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I agree with Memphis you. Man. Plus that, Warriors and Clippers. That Clippers Spurs series could have easily been the Western Conference Finals this year. Yeah. Well, I mean, had this because, had the Spurs because won, of San Antonio, you know, because Spurs of Spurs, I had a picture now. The Golden State has an easier road to the finals, in my opinion. I don't know. I, That's yeah. just my opinion. I think they can. Dude just said that Clippers gonna win it all. I don't know. Clippers, baby. Clippers. Doc Clippers getting a second. Doc getting his second trophy, man. <laughs> CP3 getting that his first Clippers one. and Golden State series will, will be classic, man. Yeah, oh, be, I'm ready. I'm ready for that. The I'm, only I'm thing that's gonna dark. the only thing that's gonna suck is if they just stop following uh, DeAndre Jordan, man. That just ruins the game. They have to. I know. They have to. I'm rooting for Doc, but I don't. I'm, I'm going with the, I'm going with the Warriors, man. I Plus, just think Chris Paul needs a ring, man. They're deep right now. He's too good not to have a ring. Yeah, it's his time. So <sighs> I don't know if this is the year though. We'll I see. We'll is. see though. It's been an unpredictable playoffs. Steph's got the rest of his career. We'll be uh, fought, we'll be keeping keeping you guys uh, you know keeping you guys in the loop with our opinions with the Celtics and and throughout the playoffs, of course. And it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be a fun summer, guys. I'm, I'm I'm looking forward to it. But before we even get to the summer, it's all about the NBA playoffs. All right, Joel, what did we miss, man? Before we get out of here. Well, in case you missed it, uh, this NBA Finals will be the first time since 1998, believe it or not, that. Will not feature Tim Duncan, Kobe Bryant, or Dwayne Wade. <laughs> that's crazy. Insane, wow. right? That's a nice stat, Joel. It's insane, right? Yeah. Since 1998, you, the last you, time. Doing some research. And then I'm sure if you look back before that and you add Michael Jordan in there. That's what I'm saying. It probably even goes farther. That's those neat, four players. That's a neat stat of the night right there. What are you, Ernie Johnson? Needles. Stat of the night. Sponsored by. All right. Bone Springs. <laughs> <laughs> In case you missed it, uh, the Wizards are five and zero so far in this playoffs. Paul oh, Pierce had another game, had another another great performance. Nineteen points in the game one victory just in Atlanta on Toronto. the road. The truth, he has spoken. First, he kills Toronto, then he just goes into Atlanta and just keeps it keeps the ball rolling, man. The, the truth is, truth is just ageless in the playoffs, man. It's just the truth in the playoffs. What that is? That's why they brought him there. Did you know that? Is right? that why? That's why. Oh yeah, that's right. That's why to keep doing what he does best. And uh, happy anniversary to Causeway Street podcast Ooh, one yeah. year right. yeah yeah right. may 1st was our first episode Doing and big here we are 
17 episodes later it's still going strong and you know doing our thing and you know big up to our fans who follow us on uh, Twitter yes. at Causeway Street it's our third studio in one year <laughs> it's awesome uh, four it's if progress. you count the two right because there was two one in remember the one in one in Woburn and one in uh, was it Waltham Andover no. oh that's Andover. right yeah they moved twice right yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 a little shack that was somewhere. fun yeah good times Hey, so, yeah. I mean, you know, we're trying, we're trying out different things. And just, I hope you know. they're not listening. I didn't mention it. I wanted to mention this. By the way, did you see that DeMarcus Cousin and Isaiah Thomas were tweeting at each other? Well, yeah, you know, I actually, I was going to, yeah. But, uh, no, I was going okay. to bring that up, too. But good. Go, yeah, no, that's I good. Forgot. I didn't want to leave the podcast when yeah. I was saying this. No, because if... It's um, happening. If you go, <laughs> yeah. If you go to uh, com, article on the, big, the latest report on uh, DeMarcus Cousin possibly coming to the Celtics... Isaiah Thomas tweeted out at his former teammate. You know, could hey, be could hey, be another could be another reason why he decides to come to Boston. If Danny Ainge is pursuing him, you have to assume that he's had a couple conversations with Isaiah Thomas about Demarcus Cousins. I mean, mm-hmm. let's let's be honest here. I mean, he's definitely he's definitely in Danny's uh, you know target target range. But I don't I don't know, man. I'm not. I don't hate it. I just the the likelihood of it happening. I don't, we'll see though. We'll see. Like we said, it's gonna be a long summer. Uh, guys, thank you for listening. As always, thank you for uh, thank you to Adrian for joining us. And guys, uh, we'll we'll talk to you soon in the uh, Western and Eastern Conference Finals in the next yes. round. Shout out to our producer for our, our you know first time that we actually had we actually have a producer a right? producer running the show Damn. as we're as we're recording. Right. It's probably why it sounds much better than yeah. ever. Bill, Bill Neville. We didn't have that echo effect, you know. We we thought that Thank it would be buddy. cool to have the echo effect in the last episode, but a uh, big shout out to Bill. How we doing, Bill? I'm How doing we doing? Good. How are you guys doing? How we do? We do good. Bill's over here giving us notes and stuff, man. He's been helping us out <laughs> big time, man. We'd be lost without him. <laughs> Keep All right, Bill. What do you think? Us in. Is this a yay or nay on Cousins coming to the Celtics? I think it's a yay. Yeah, baby. Yeah. <laughs> and that's all I got to say about that. <laughs> <laughs> Where can we find you, Bill? On uh, on Twitter, you can find me at Bill underscore Neville, N E V I L L E. And also, he's uh, part of an, uh, another podcast, uh, good friends of ours at uh, WADD Radio. You can find him at WADD Talk Radio. Talk Radio, yeah. On Twitter. Nice. We, uh, we had the uh, privilege of being on their show, uh, beginning of the playoffs. Yeah, Joe Sway was a guest of ours on our show for some Celtics talk while the, f- uh, the Cleveland series was still going on. So we were mm-hmm. happy to have him and uh, all of Causeway Street on at some point. Yeah, Hopefully. man, that was fun. That was really Definitely. fun, like chatting with you guys. You know, it was an open forum type of uh, podcast, which is really, uh, really funny the way, the way those three click on that podcast. So, guys, definitely check them out. It's WADD Radio. And, uh, Bill, hope this, this is the first of many, man. This, this sure first hope one so, was, buddy. was good. <laughs> Guys, we're out of here. All right, peace. Peace.